Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Richard Tinley and this is Michael Rose. Good morning, everyone. And welcome uh, to the Mitchell and Michael show. We have a four-day week for the radio industry. Pleasant going in, but still hard to get through. Michael Ross. Good show, big show, four days. I mean, you can always get through them because today's like Monday, then tomorrow you're like, oh, it's Tuesday. Oh, no, it's Wednesday, halfway through the week. Oh, it's so good. I, lo- I look forward to these days. Not for the public holiday because the public holiday, we had to work anyway. Yeah, it is it's what it is. It's about the next days. It's like a Sunday. I don't actually enjoy a Sunday. I just have like... Monday's the, coming. Yeah, the anxiety. Friday's my favourite day because you're like, this could be the best weekend ever. It never is. And then Saturday's too much pressure to live up to it. And Sunday, you live in sort of like denial and regret. You know what else you don't like? Yeah? Royal reporters. Oh, I hate them. They're the <laughs> barnacles of life. I'm going to put on my royal or, reporter hat now. Oh, Kate's wearing a blue hat today. Does that mean she's sad? Like, shut up, Jeff. Get a real job. Your parents aren't proud. <laughs> I'm going to put on my royal reporter hat. Yeah. And in 10 minutes' time, I didn't realise just how divisive they were. Like, I thought that, you know... Yeah, maybe they take a little bit in the tax world from the British people, but but ultimately they're just kind of there. The royals, you know? yeah. they're, just, they're not real celebrities. They're just there. But no, I am wrong. Oh, uh, people hate them. Oh, really? Hate them so much. That's oh. coming up in ten minutes. I can't wait. We love to spread hate on this show. But up next, Michael Ross, we've been doing stuff out in the community, and we've finally done something that we've tried to do for two and a half years. That is, make people switch over. Stations to us, to us, not away from us. We've been doing the away from us for a very long time. Um, <laughs> we tried that one. <laughs> we got we got people to switch over to us, okay. and I'll tell you exactly what we did and what was the moment that finally did it. Twenty six point one six eleven at seven o'clock this morning. I want to talk to the real people of the big problem hitting Australia right now: panic buyers. Oh, we all know that you've been out there. You've done your damage. The shelves are empty. There's no more toilet paper, but I'm yet to hear from anyone who went, yep, that was me. I did that. I bought like five packets. Uh, they don't talk, They don't say anything. I can tell you a few people. I want to know from them, what are you doing? What's up? Seven o'clock this morning. But my gosh, right now, if you head on over to Hit96.1 Limestone Coast Facebook page, you can see a picture of my money venture where I tried to bring a bit of city to the country. That was, of course, window washing at the traffic lights. That got shut down by the local police. Yes. Uh, Not fans of that one. No. Not legal here. Only in Canberra, ACT. Uh, Which is where I thought we were, (laughs) uh, unfortunately. But uh, one positive came out of it, because I ran into someone on the weekend who started with the classic line that me and you have heard for the last two and a half years, which is, now, Mitch, I don't listen listen. to Hit 96.1. Like, they say it kind of proud, and kind of, I don't know if they think they're the only one. Like, there's a fair <laughs> hey, few of you. Hey, I don't listen, just letting you know. But um, the goal is, look, me and Michael don't even listen, but the goal is to get them to listen. That is essentially yeah, radio. Radio casts a wide net. We go quantity over quality uh, with our listeners. The more we can get, the more listeners, the more money we can get for ads. Just a little inside knowledge into radio. Now, this person said... I don't listen to Hit 96.1, but the other day, you had me switch over. And I went, oh, I've got him. And he said, it was because I saw you on the corner at the traffic light, dressed like a hoodlum, 
<laughs> and I had no idea what you were doing. So nothing to do with our, our great daily banter. No. Nothing to do with our think, relatability. When you think about it, they don't hear it. If you're not listening, you can't hear it. That's you right. don't know what you're missing out on. It's like a new restaurant. Until you try it, you don't Yeah, know. people can recommend it, but you don't, you're not going to back it until you've tasted it. Nah. And then he said that at his work, there was like someone else. They were like, what were those guys doing? I had to listen. I must have missed it. Well, I had no idea what they were doing. So that is at least out of 56,000 people, Michael Ross, yeah. two and a half years in the hole we are, I would say we have successfully converted two listeners. That's the dream. That is, that is the dream. But it makes me wonder, is it as simple as big... On the street? Yes. And I think, <laughs> I think come Friday, I'm going to do something else where yeah. I'm just on the street. I'm going to ask a quick question here. Uh, might be a bit of an airball here. 13, 12, 16. Probably the most self-indulgent question I'm ever going to ask. <laughs> I'm not going to punish the listeners for nah, this don't. It's the most self-indulgent question in the history of our show. Have we ever converted you and what did it? What did it? Like, it was like, oh, that time you're talking about cats. I love cats. But I hated you before that, but cats, that's, that's my jam. So 13, 12, 16. Have me and my little nerdy friend Michael converted you to listen, and what was it? I feel like reminding people that I'm nerdy means they won't come back. <laughs> Switch to Michael, hit 96.1, give us a call. 96.1, it's 6.18, the Superman lovers, Starlight. Just realised, I was asking people on 13, 12, 16, like when have we converted you over? Because yeah. we got two listeners over because they saw what we, we did on the street. That's right. Uh, I feel like by asking that question, uh, we then we lost four. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possible we might lose a bit more. Oh, uh, yeah. Just like uh, just like Harry and Megan are losing fans. Uh, yeah, I didn't realise just how I, divisive the Royals really are. Are they Royals anymore though? Are they just people? Well, now now they are officially done. But in their last appearance as Royals. Yeah. Uh, the fans of both sides came out in force. That more on that next hit ninety six point one. Get on up, get up with Mitchell and Michael on hit ninety six point one. Ninety six point one. It's six twenty five. Jonas Brothers, what a man got to do. New sport weather on the way. But before we head there, almost like a little bit of a preemptive. What's trending? Uh, big celeb. But not sure why they're really celeb news. Royals, Harry and Megan, officially done. They made their final appearance as Royals, Mitch. Now they're just going to move to Canada and be like Harry and Megan Wales. Uh I think it becomes their name instead of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Now, in their final appearance, though, uh, they fronted sort of the media and uh, attended like a little... One of their classic sort of get-togethers. I don't exactly know what Royals are doing when they arrive out of a limo. Mingles. Yeah, they're just mingling. And so they got out, right? And a lot of the public were there, obviously trying to catch a glimpse Ah. of the Royals for the last time. It's pronounced peasants. Yes. And uh, I didn't realise that uh, some of the peasants hate the Royals. I know there's people out there who go, "Ah, they're just a sponge on the taxes. I don't really care for them. What do they do? But there was a man in that crowd who wanted his feelings heard, and he wanted them to know that, hey, I don't support the royals. (laughs) 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 He just booed them. (laughs) (laughs) Just a boo. He just couldn't handle that someone was giving him a woo. 
So he's thrown in the boo. When do you hear a boo in public? Boo. You like hear a bit of booing at the footy, but when was the last time someone's walking down the street and you're like, oi, boo. Actually, let me put it out right there. Michael Ross, if you see him walking down the street, chuck out a chuck out a slick boo. Just boo me. <laughs> Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. 96.1, it's 6.43. Double shot there of Matchbox 20 and The Weekend. Coming up after 7 o'clock this morning, Mitch. Is my rule to mean I have a rule in place for my wife? You know about it, but I'm not sure if the Limestone Coast know that I enforce this rule. Most people tend to agree with me, but they always have like a little bit of a, oh, I guess so, about this rule. Is it no looking at you when you're speaking? No looking at me? Yeah. (laughs) We must always look down. No, 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 no. That one's that's a given. That doesn't have to be a rule. <laughs> More on that after seven o'clock this morning. But right now, Mitch, I need a. I'm very weak, like physically, I'm emotionally, physically, mentally. No, no, mentally very strong, uh, and that's why I'm happy emotionally as well. I'm happy to admit this uh, that I keep. I should be in the prime of my life. I'm 25, turning 26 in June. This should be like the prime. And yet I'm pretty sure that even though, like, I'm at sort of like a good weight for my height and things like that, and I'm generally in good health, my physical strength has, like, atrophied. Yeah, like, Like, you you don't do anything. (laughs) You are literally the worst athlete I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not, this is not a radio-like thing. You are probably the worst athlete I've ever seen, uh, mentally very strong, uh, physically the worst I've ever seen. Well, I did run... 10Ks continuous uh, last year. It did the, come dead last. It wasn't. It was not dead last. Maybe in the 10K, in the 10K, 100% dead last. But oh. I was not the last person across the line. Now, come over here. Come around to my side of the desk. I have a microphone set up oh, for you. Okay. Uh, I want to I wanna get, like, your sort of professional opinion on my strength. Uh, those headphones, I'm not even sure if they work, but welcome. Yeah, they, they do. Is my? Yep, that'll do. Okay, cool. Now, uh... Can we arm wrestle? But but I don't want you to try and beat me, just not lose to me. Okay. And I think it'll be a good... I haven't really warmed up for this or prepared, but all right. Well, like you're, you're a big guy. You should be able to deal with it. Okay. I just want to... I have more out. arms. I just want to figure out. Like, you okay. can give your honest opinion. So we're, gonna, so we're uh, locked in. Yeah. Thumb to thumb. I feel like he's going to do something. This feels like a trick. <laughs> it's not a trick. I just honestly... Okay. I want to see just you resisting. Yeah. What can I get out of this? Okay. Three, okay. two, one. When, <laughs> I'm moving my when, chair. <laughs> when will we start? It's the the ability that Michael Ross has right now. I actually have a bit of a tear in my rotator cuff too, and it's still. I think I'm tearing my rotator cuff. Like, give the people an honest opinion. Are you like? I'm are you trying? Everything. Are you? Yeah, like okay. pretty much. Like it that's is about everything there. It is like fighting a baby <laughs> for an apple. Like that's what it. That's what it felt like just then. It's probably the worst I've ever so this seen. This explains why I couldn't open. I uh, couldn't even open uh, like a bottle of ginger beer on the weekend. So now my body is stopping me from having the things that made me this way. It's going, mate. Please stop. Stop having the sugary like, I'm not even. It's not even. I'm not even sort of like joking. Like, go see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs>
26.1709, there's Harry Styles. Adore you. Have you seen how he's got style lately, Harry Styles? He's been wearing pearls. He's been wearing pearls and like blue jumpers with bright green pants. My grandma would love it. I'm just saying, maybe I'm... I'm I know, actually. I know I'm out of the loop. Yeah, without a doubt. Now, uh, the thing I'm not out of the loop on is coronavirus. I am full bottle on that. I'm not saying I have it, but I know everything, you know. It's all over the news. It's all over social media. We all know all about coronavirus. Also, fun fact, when I went to Perth uh, two weeks ago, I was still sneezing. uh, Have you gone to a doctor yet? Nah. Because if I go to a doctor, I could infect everyone in the waiting room. But I do not believe I have it. Okay. Just based on a hunch. (laughs) (laughs) Now, have you, feeling this way, have you felt, I don't know, an insatiable thirst for toilet paper? Uh, No. I currently am rationing my toilet paper. You're rationing? Okay. Uh, One square per wipe. (laughs) (laughs) That's about right, I guess. Like, and then and then you you double up on your um your wet wipes, don't yeah. you? You love a good oh, wet I love wipe. a wet wipe. Now, gross. The <laughs> the shelves are bare on the limestone coast. Yep. Coles, Woolworths, Audi, the the shelves are bare. There is no toilet paper. It's still coming. It's not a shortage. They're just out of stock. Yeah, because okay. they used so to say ordering 100 rolls, and you guys like took them all. So they're like, oh, uh, toilet paper factory. We need 200. So yeah. it takes time That's to get That's all there. it is. Okay. So calm down. And, but on 13, 12, 16 right now, I just want to hear from someone who bought in bulk when this all started. Yeah. And I just just to understand their logic, because nowhere did I see... The World Health Organization, the state government, the federal government, the news, nowhere came out and said, ah, oh, coronavirus is now in Australia. Stock up on toilet paper. That's true. That was not a directive. That's true. No, they're not stocking up on tissues, which is like with a flu-like sy- symptom, that's surely what you'd be going for. But are they going, I'll kill two birds with one stone, I'll get toilet paper, it can be used at either end. Oh yeah, I get you. You know, like they're actually, tr- literally, <laughs> literally, and either like is are they trying to cut out the middleman? They go, I only need one product mm. for all my needs. But thirteen, twelve, sixteen, did you buy in bulk? I just want to understand your logic. It's a safe space here. We're not here to like, we're not here to judge you because it's, it's done now. But I just want to know why, why it kicked off. Why did everyone decide? Oh, I got to buy as many packs as I can. Yeah. 13, 12, 16, give us a call. Just one person. That's all we need. Just one person who bought a little too much at the beginning. And I just want to understand why. Maybe you bought it because you thought everybody else was going to do the same thing later. Maybe you heard that later it'll be in short supply. So better stock up. Now, I just want to understand. That's all I want to do this morning. 13, 12, 16, give us a call. How we can even give you a subway voucher. And you can hoard that too. No, sorry. Safe space. It's a safe space. 13, 12, 16. It's 7.15, and if you have any final suggestions for the naming of the Old Town Clock in Mount Gambia, then send them in now. We're finalising the ballot papers. There will be an election for you, Limestone Coast, to name 
the clock because calling it the old town hall clock that's too long it takes too long so you need like you, a big Ben something like that yeah imagine Chris Hemsworth rocks up and you're like and he's like where should we meet for lunch and you're like old town hall clock and he's, he's bored gone. he's gone because he's a busy man where if you yeah. just said like Clockland he'd be like I don't know what I that know. is <laughs> it's a big clock more on that after 8 o'clock this morning we were asking on 13, 12, 16 did you buy toilet paper in bulk because I'm yet to hear from anyone who actually has we've just seen video now Messages uh, coming through, hit 96.1 Live, Sunco's Facebook page. No one wanting to have a chat, Michael Ross, because they know you will berate them. I'm not here to berate you. It doesn't matter. You've you've done it before. You've lured them All in the before. All the shops in Limestone Coast are bare. You did it with that delightful man that... Uh, thought the earth was flat, and he had some good points. That's all I'm saying. And you, you made fun of good, him. See? You don't have good See? points. Look at that. Look what he does. You look, don't have good points when they're incorrect. Look at... Look, have you been up there? Do you know? No, you don't. You can't trust everyone, Michael. Now, the messages are coming through are saying, look, buying toilet paper because in this moment they feel that, look, the shortage would happen and you go into like animalistic protect my tribe mode. Right. The the mother, the mother bear instinct. Yeah. So they're going to take as much toilet paper as they can because they have to look after their family. Lady even said to me, look, do I feel sorry for some of the people that can't get it? No. What? <laughs> she doesn't feel no, sorry. No, because when we got an apocalypse on our hands. But it's not. I know, but that's what they think, okay? <laughs> and when you think that, you don't think of anything else. You go in to survive. Kill or be killed. But mate. why didn't they buy all the canned food in the stores? That's what you would need. You don't need toilet paper. Yeah, but... So I'd, this is what I don't understand. Why specifically toilet paper? There's so much more that is pressing if you do think it's the end of the world. Well, it's because they thought the the like the toilet paper was made in China, or like the majority of it was, right. and it would affect how much toilet paper, whether canned food would like still be around. So it's about, it's about that forward planning. They think that we're going to stop getting it from China in some way. Yeah. And so it was all about get it, get it right now yeah. for the future and annoy everyone else. <laughs> Very similar to, and this is now my opinion, uh, like when you're in prison, we've all been there. Okay. And uh, you know when you get like a pack of cigarettes and it's used as a currency? Yes. That's what will happen here. The Australian dollar you've seen on the market. It's true. It's is, not going well today. Has absolutely plummeted, but toilet paper is now the it's, currency. It's right on the up, yeah, Two-ply, three-ply, you know? All How do we stuff. break it down as a denomination? Is a roll, say... $20, half a roll, $10, one sheet, $1. Yeah, like, it's like Bitcoin, though. It goes up and down, up and down. It's super volatile. But if you do want to come on air, 13, 12, 16, why is you buying the toilet paper? Michael Ross probably wants to argue with you. He's luring you I'm in. Just, no. He's like, safe space, safe it's space. It's safe space. It's not. It's I like, just need to know why it was toilet paper. It's like in the mafia when you go into the house with your friend and then you see all the walls are tarped. <laughs> <laughs> it means you're in trouble. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. 96.1, it's 7.43, there with Blow Me One Last Kiss. And that's what you're going to have to do at the moment, Mitch, because uh, coronavirus, don't get too close. Just, just blow, blow a kiss, but not too close. You don't want to spread the germs. No, you're not supposed to touch your hand uh, to your face either, so that's bad. Yeah, in case you, oh, maybe you've picked it up somewhere. But you know what? You know what I would think you would need? Maybe some medical assistance. I'm not thinking you need... Excessive amounts of toilet paper. Other people disagree. They have cleared the shelves. Limestone Coast, Woolworth, Coles, Aldi, Foodland, Bear, empty. 
Where are we going to get it now? Who did this? This is my question. We're, we've seen the footage on social media. We've seen the fights. But I want to hear from someone who is hoarding, who is panic buying toilet paper. And you've called in a favour, Mitch. Yeah, we got one. Uh, and I just you know, wanted to give you the space to ask the questions you need to ask. Now, it is none other than uh, your Auntie Trish. Hello. Now, you've been hoarding toilet paper. Uh, Michael Ross would like a word with you. Trish, first of all, uh, is your is your bulk buying of toilet paper, is it related to coronavirus, COVID-19? It is. I actually started a day or two before everybody else. So I am visionary, so I predicted it. So now, I already had toilet paper. How many how many packets of or rolls of toilet paper have you gotten? Well, I'm literally carrying them around in the back of my ute. So well, okay. no one can hold me up for it. Just in case you know. need to get out of the cities quick. <laughs> how many, got it all ready to go. How many packs do you reckon you've got? Oh, I don't know about... Ten big ones. Oh, wow. Okay. Jeez. Now, yeah. did you so I hear... I buying a couple, like for about four days, I bought a couple each day before the rush even started. Right. And mm. what spurred you to do this? Did you hear some information that there would be a shortage or that toilet paper is necessary if you catch coronavirus? What made you decide to stock up? Well, um... One, I like my luxury, so I don't want to rush, run out of toilet paper. Yes. Um, the other thing is I didn't hear anything about China. I didn't hear anything about that it was going to run out. I was just starting to think ahead, ready for coronavirus, because if we end up needing to be isolated at home like what is happening in other countries, then we need a few supplies. Um, now, my understanding is toilet papers only run out because of how bulky it is that the supermarkets can't hold the volumes that they have of other stocks. So other things are being brought up too. So people are buying flour, you know, tins of baked beans, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not as visible because they can hold bigger quantities in the supermarket. Have you stocked up on other goods? Are you all, like, is your pantry full of canned food, spam? Look, it's not full, but I did, I, again, I just started buying a few extras, so I've got long-life milk and I've got some baked <laughs> Do you feel like you started the rush because you said you started a bit, uh, like, a couple of days before? Have we found patient zero? <laughs> I'm a trendsetter. Myra, so. <laughs> <laughs> any more questions for one of the Look, panic buyers? Honestly, no. She's related to you, so now I get it. <laughs> Thanks, Artie Thanks, Trish. All right, bye. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 7.54. Right on, Oliver Heldon's there. Turn me on. Now, after 8 o'clock this morning, around 8.30, I want to hear from the parents of the Limestone Coast because there's there's some mums out there, some mums and dads, who go above and beyond Mitch. You know, they already do so much for us. You know, they cook, they clean, they take you to school. But there's these little things that just send a parent just over the top into being just an absolute superstar. I want to hear more about that at 8.30. But speaking of parents, my wife is getting incredibly clucky. Uh, she wants the babies. Really? Yes. Uh, but I have a rule. Okay. I have a rule that she can't have babies until she learns how to drive. It's a it's a good rule. So you agree? You agree that it's a good rule? But I 
feel that other people out there no. think my that I am too know my mean. Rule. My rule is have the baby a few years before I meet you, then when I rock up, it's already that's, there. That's true. He knows all the things, and I just continue. And she was she was trying to say to me the other day, she's going, but, you know, like the, a pregnancy takes... Nine months. No, you're not. No, no, don't fall for that one. So she's saying, like, she's like, we can start trying for kids, and then, and so that might take a few months anyway, and then you've got nine months. She's like, I can learn while pregnant. You actually are probably the only man that when people go, like, oh, you're trying. Oh, God, that's the easy bit. For you, I actually think that is the hard bit. Actually trying to do the thing that makes it happen, as I'm unsure as if you know how, still. Uh, but it We would... call the stalk, right? Like, <laughs> no? So, She's so, saying it takes nine months for delivery and she'll be able to drive. So you reckon time. she'll be able to do that? So even if, like, day you chuck the old, <laughs> chuck the old pitch today, uh, she catches play it. Play ball. Yeah. Yeah, and you get it right in the 10,000. And uh, you're saying if that works day dot, yeah. nine months, you'll still be able to figure That's out That's her claim. I, can, I disagree. I said, no, we're not trying until she has the license. Or at least okay, P no, no, no. plays. Meter in the middle. Hear me out. I know it's 8 o'clock and it's two men talking about this. What if you say, okay, so you try for baby and then she's got nine months to learn how to drive still. Yeah. If she doesn't learn, Whoa. hold on. If she doesn't learn how to drive in nine months, you just accept her for who she is. <laughs> Thirty two sixteen. What do you think I was going to say? <laughs> uh, adoption, like, but uh, like, just maybe give the baby to someone who can drive and be like, this is a lesson. No, thirty two sixteen. I wouldn't do that. That is a joke. What's that? <laughs> what that's called, Abby, is similar to a car, a swerve. <laughs> 32 or 16, is my rule too mean? Is this, should no, I, as a loving husband, go, okay, we should, like, let's have kids? No, look, I know we're going to go off to like, new sport weather and stuff, but just quickly, what is your, like, what's your reasoning behind it? But, well, I feel that if she doesn't know how to drive, then she's going to be kind of limited. She has the ability to drive, is the thing. So, there, of course, there are mums and dads out there who can't drive for various reasons, and they will find ways around it. But she has the ability to drive. She just has chosen not to. And if you have a baby, then that would just make life easier. Maybe you have to go to a doctor. Maybe maybe there's an emergency. Maybe you need to pick up okay. stuff from the shops. It just makes it so much easier than if she tried to ride a bike everywhere with the baby at a papoose. It's <laughs> <laughs> 6.1810 Halsey. You should be sad after 8.30 this morning. Our parents do so much for us. You know, they cook, they clean, they look after us, they nurture us. But they're the little things that some parents do that make them the greatest parents. And if you're a kid of the late 90s, early 2000s, if you had a parent that did this for you, then you are blessed. Yeah. You're, no one can beat a parent who did this little thing. And you know what? You can actually do it again because there's a little 90s fad that's come back. More on that after 8.30. We are trying to name the old town hall clock of Mount Gambia because it's just up there. It's now fixed. It was not dinging the correct number of dings. No, but now it does ding enough. I heard it this morning. I can hear it from my house. Yeah. It travels across the town mm. in the silence of night with that beautiful, sweet sound. Ding. And it deserves a name. Yep. It really does. And you have sent in so many suggestions. 
to the Hit 96.1 Limestone Coast Facebook page. I am collating the ballot paper because we will have an official 2020 election where you can come down in person yeah. and number your preferences. Can we get one of them little cardboard booth things? We, we are going to run it as if it is a real election day. So we need the little cardboard booth. We need a freedom sausage sizzle. Oh. Uh, we need campaigns. Sounds you like know. a bit of effort. But it's our job. <laughs> <laughs> now, the ballot paper is know. coming together nicely. I'm, uh, just, I'm just saying. It will be preferential voting as well because uh, we are democracy in yep. action. So far on the ballot paper, we have Alan Clock. Ah, because of Alan um, Scott. Alan Scott. Who uh, was the founder of Mount Gambia. He started Scott uh, Transport, the, the trucking company. Close enough. <laughs> we have uh, Clocky McClockface. Ah, yes, cousin to Bodie McBoatface. We have Clocklin. So oh, far... brilliant. That one is one of the best ones, I think, because it sounds like a name, it Lachlan, sounds like, yeah. but it's a clock. Look, I, think that, I think that's a pretty good one. I'll pay you that. It's a nice-sounding one, but so far, Mitchell Tiddley is the only person... To have backed that yeah, name. No, no, I'm the only person to have suggested it. No one else in the comments was smart enough to come up with it. So I haven't put it up it's there, so okay. I haven't had anyone like it yet. We have a little bill, because if there's Big Ben, we can be the sister city tower of Little Bill, and then we'll oh. have Bill and Ben, the tower clock man. To be fair, Little Bill sounds like some like, artist <laughs> would play on our station. Little Bill. <laughs> little Bill. <laughs> and- with his best hit, Ding. <laughs> We have Mr. Wolf uh, coming in in the. Uh, it is alphabetical order. So oh, okay. So like on the bottom of the ballot. What's the time, Mr. Wolf? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, right so you can always ask the clock. And one of my favourites I see there is other. Just in case, if you want to chuck in one of your own mm-hmm. on the day, I do think that an other is is good because I do want to keep the suggestions rolling. We're going to finalise the, finalise the ballot paper today. So if you have any last suggestions. Send them in now, 131216 or hit 96.1 Limestone Coast on Facebook. Once we've got this sorted, we're going to look at having the election. So we're going to have, we're going to have campaigns for the candidates. Oh, yeah. Get everyone, like, give them all equal opportunity to get really their case out there as to why the clock should be named that name. And then we're going to have voting day, booth, freedom sausage sizzle, the works. Oh, that freedom sausage sizzle sounds tough. On hit ninety six point one. Day 20, head into Subway for the delicious new snack range from just $2 after 8.30 this morning. If you were a 90s or an early 2000s kid and your parent did this, then they were the greatest parent ever. And you know what? You can become that great parent now because your kids can get this toy that we used to have. Yeah. And your parents would have to look after this toy if they, if they really cared. What is it? I'll tell you more after 8.30. Ah, oh, damn you. You know, you know what really gets parents, though? What? We've all played it at school. You were all taught it, the recorder. And, when you know, when it sounds good... It's not bad. It's not bad, but it more often than not sounds a bit more like... <laughs> a bit like this. Ugh. 
Oh, nearly, nearly nailed it. And your kid's playing, and you're like, good job, mate. Oh, oh. But why did you choose to play My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion? That's actually pretty <laughs> That's good. That's pretty impressive for your five-year-old. That actually is pretty good. <laughs> uh, but yes, of course, when you go to school, uh, you often have to play an instrument in music class, whether it's primary school or it's high school. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, you often are given the recorder. And uh, and that's what you have to play, and that's basically what it sounds like at its best. The yeah. last one you played is at its best. At its best, it is. I I believe they they use them uh, for like ASIO use them or something like torture terrorists. So yeah, like uh, waterboarding's out. Recorder is in. Actually, no. Uh, waterboarding back in because it's in. not as uh, like please insane. bring it back. Yes, but uh, no. I read somewhere that uh, a skill in the old limestone coast uh, replacing the old recorder. Mm-hmm. And bringing in the classic Michael Ross joke of the guitar in the dryer, the ukulele. Oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the old shrunken guitar. Yeah. So kids are playing the ukulele instead of a recorder. Yeah, apparently it's like just they're getting pretty cheap and people. That's like, like that, that is much better. It is much more pleasant to listen to. However. I feel everyone would just be listening to I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. Can we? Do you have a recorder? You know when we get one? Uh, I don't have one. I know I have a friend who has one. This is a weird thing, because normally you say things on the show to get people to listen tomorrow. Yeah. But if I get a recorder in tomorrow, yeah. we play a bit of karaoke. Recorderioke. 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 And we give some pretty substantial prizes for people that can listen. I oh, can okay. guess what songs I'm playing. They'll be top 40s or just like classic. Cla- like, so you'll know these. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was Thunderstruck? That was Dirty Deeds. Oh, close okay. Enough. Very yeah. close. See? Maybe they're the same song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no questioning ACDC. <laughs> uh, there you go. So tomorrow on the show, I'm going to do recorder okie, but that's only because I think the recorder's time is done. It's uh, in memoriam. Hit 96.1. Be listening tomorrow for your chance to win. Baby. 96.1, it's 8.44, Marshmallow, Kane Bram before that Zed and Alicia Cara. <laughs> we are changed, man. I just realised. <laughs> Two and a half years we've been in. What did you come in? 23, I was 25. I was all like, girls, 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 parties, parties, woo! And I lived like that, didn't I? Yeah. What did I just say to you then? I learned how to make buttermilk. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking up how to get to local cooking classes. <laughs> the two and a half years in the limestone coast has broken me, or built me, as a man. I've been looking at, like, partner cooking classes. Oh, when I got oh, here, so I had, like, they called me the sesh man. I used to party so hard. It's a different sesh now. It it's is. It's a cooking sesh. Uh, but 131216 or hit 961.1 on Facebook page if you currently run any cooking classes, I would love to partake. <laughs> you know who also <laughs> tends to love cooking? What? Mums. Ah, mums do love Mums are great cooks. My mum is a great cook, but she actually doesn't like cooking. That's what, I think that's the best thing. She doesn't even like cooking, no, she and she's the best cook. She's a great cook, and we love our parents for everything that they do. Yep, Shane owns a little chauvinistic. Get back in the no, kitchen, he, cook, he, he says. cooks every Saturday because mum doesn't know how to cook fish. My dad mashes the potatoes because that's <laughs> a man's job. <laughs> now, we love everything they do for us, yep. but there was a time where some parents were going above and beyond. Cast your mind back to the late 90s, early 2000s. Done. Do you remember Tamagotchis and Digimons? Oh, 
They ruled the school. If you had a, little electronic pets. Pretty sure even the school put a ban on them because there were kids getting really depressed and not focusing on their work because they lost that day. Yeah, if you would like battle your, t- your Digimon. Well, we, so. kept, we kept running to our bags. I don't know how your primary school was set up, yeah. but like, it wasn't like high school where your bag was right next to you or anything. You had to actually leave and go to a little area and too many times there'd just be kids standing at their bags fiddling with a Digimon. Was your bag next to you at high school? Uh, yeah, it was Darwin. You always had to be ready. <laughs> now, there were parents. I found out there were parents who kept their kids' Tamagotchis and Digimons alive mm-hmm. by feeding them throughout the day so that the kid wouldn't be sad when you got home. Because that was the worst, when you would arrive home and yeah, it had died. My mum would never do that. Um, she worked with my dad and they were around their own <laughs> and business. And he was a very no-nonsense. Yeah, like, he was like... Carlene, put away your electronic device. <laughs> it's for our son. <laughs> He's got to grow up. Let it die. That was last year. <laughs> Must learn. But the Digimons are back. Uh, you can actually like buy them once again. Really? Yeah. And uh, are you willing to do it for your own kids? That's sort of what I want to know. Well, do they have that? Any like, it doesn't really happen anymore, does it? Like all like your your fortnights and whatnot. Like that just stops when you stop playing. Yeah, it just stops. But this one keeps going oh. because there's a little pet that you got to keep alive. But I just want to know thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Uh, let's celebrate some parents here for a second. What'd your parents go above and beyond for? Okay. Because it's like not all the regular stuff. That's all great. We love them for cooking, cleaning, taking us to school. That's all great. But then some parents just go that little extra mile and you're like, oh, thanks for looking after my Tamagotchi, mum. <laughs> 32 or 16. When have you gone above and beyond as a parent or when did your parent go above and beyond? Get up with Mitchell and Michael. Hit 96.1. That was Hit Breakfast with Mitchell and Michael. That it was, friends. It is 8.55. That means it's time for the end of the show. We have collected all of your suggestions to name the old town hall clock. I'm putting together the ballot paper with great names on there like Alan Clock, Mr. Wolf. Clocklin. Clocklin. That just still, Mitchell Tilly is still the only one. Is an ad for because it's for like Lachlan the name and it's a clock. Uh, also, a bit of uh, breaking news as uh, Italy shuts down for the coronavirus this yeah, morning. Yeah, like the whole country. Uh, Mount Gambia Central's Foodland. Yeah, uh, uh, we're going down to one pack of toilet paper per customer. Oh, I can't wait till we get to one roll. We'll see you tomorrow from six. That would be interesting. Like cut, it, like opening up the packets and selling them individually. I wonder if they can do that. Not to be sold separately. Bye. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1.